Welcome to the latest episode of the Madness Podcast. In our very first light bulb session, we begin by asking ourselves how to define personal development and what it means for each of us. We further question whether structure and control in an attempt to improve ourselves results in a loss of spontaneity in life. Next, we explore life through the metaphor of a game and evaluate the implications of this structure. We close this episode by highlighting some valuable, practical ways to improve the quality of our conscious experience through exercise, sleep, meditation, and many more means. So, Erlin, how are you? How are you today? Yeah, I'm good, I'm good. Yeah. I'm uh, very excited for our first light bulb episode. Yeah, yeah I'm excited too. Maybe we should uh, remind our listeners what a light bulb is about, okay. right? Because this is just you and me. We don't have a third guest. We are preparing an episode in the future on effective altruism. So mm-hmm. keep, keep, uh, po- we'll keep you posted on that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so Diego, we are going to be sitting down and having a conversation around self-development or self-improvement or do you have a third way to call it? No, I mean, I think it's better if we, uh, if we make clear amongst ourselves what do we mean by self-development? Yeah, maybe let's start with what is self-development? Because actually I do see some misunderstanding on what it is, or at least maybe the term used traditionally versus the how we would, you know, uh, use the term in this episode. Because um, a lot of, well, when we think of self-development or when, when, I, uh, when I look it up or when you go into the library, or a bookshop and you go into the self-development section you're going to see a lot of self-help books that are going to be around all sorts of things but a lot of it is going to be around success right mm. how to achieve financial success mm. how to you know uh, lead a successful life because yes in in this western society it does seem like that is the ultimate goal that we're looking for individually and uh and I think that also reflects your social status, right? I mean, uh, what we're trying to do throughout our lives is somehow to be recognized and be successful. And of course, it it is important to uh, be financially stable and, and 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 invest in a in a career that will uh, make you be able to earn a living, right? That's that's mm-hmm. important. Mm-hmm. But I think what we're going to do, or at least correct me if I'm wrong, Diego, what we're going to try to do is maybe go a level deeper into that. So l- less involved in only financial gains. It is a part of it, but it's definitely not the entire puzzle. Yeah. Right. Because what I would say, well, when I normally speak about self-development, um, yeah, I mean, maybe sometimes part of it is the, the financial gain or the, or the yeah, success in the, in the traditional sense. But I would say for me, it, I just speak about it in the broadest of terms, saying something like self-development as in improving my life more than a specific aspect of my life. No? Wouldn't you speak about it in the same way? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I, I found out that uh, the self-help uh, industry, because mm. it's a whole industry, do you know how much it's worth Mm-mm. financially? Mm. Uh, in 2016, it was worth around $10 billion, and it, it's projected to become, I looked this up this morning, yeah. $13 billion <laughs> by 2022. So this is something that pe- people are starting, or <laughs> not starting, are now fully into this 
if you want to call it a movement or a a way of examining your life, right? To have a mindset of of rather than just living, actually asking yourself deeper questions. And yes, uh, to go back to, to what we said in the beginning, the success factor is going to be important. But I agree with you 100%. If we go if we go deeper into it and we include just maybe general well-being as being what we're looking for, or maybe something deeper like meaning. Uh, but we are going to get into that yeah. for sure. Uh, actually, something um, that I want to point out before we get into our, our deeper philosophical discussion on what we, what we ultimately should or want to care about in our lives is that when I have this talk with certain people, um, including my sister. Hello, sister, if you're l listening to this. Um, I do get a common objection, or I, even I have given you, Diego, this, this objection um, when you raised it, when, when you were go getting more into self-development, but, but, but more, more, getting more strict on yourself. Mm. Uh, I'll just give an example that, that you would have a strict sleeping schedule, yeah. right? And here at university... Not a lot of people have strict sleeping schedules. A lot of the social life happens late at night, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so what I, what I hear or what I have heard myself say a lot of the times is why, why don't we allow ourselves to be more spontaneous? Why don't we allow our lives to be more spontaneous? Why would we want to control it, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's something that I've been thinking about, about a lot. And I think part of the reason why I wanted to record this episode is, I mean, for me, I clearly see a big value in um, yeah, in this in this big term of self-development in, in some way trying to guide your life or 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 nudge it in some ways, change something to make to make. Because so how I see it is that we in any case are changing and developing all the time you know we are all the time especially when we're young uh yeah we're, we're constantly learning and changing how we are and what we do and and so and i think what the only thing i really do when i when i start to talk or or make conscious this process is i just try yeah like precisely that i, I make conscious this process more more than anything else mm -hmm. i just realize that it's happening and think okay how mm -hmm. how can i make uh mm. I, I mean maybe the be the easiest way to the easiest question you can ask yourself is how can tomorrow be maybe just a bit mm. of a better day than today right right and this 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 question of control can be a bit scary to some people to be like i don't want to have all my life planned out for me even if even if i decide what my goals are and everything it seems like too much trouble or too much uh yeah, like too much control freak to, 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 to steer your life in that way. But the way that I see it is that I see the opposite problem um, that in modern societies, modern Western societies, uh, we actually have the opposite problem of not having uh, people feeling like they're lost in life, right? Um, if you look at, uh, well, depression rates, uh, have gone on tremendously over the years. Um, uh, suicide rates, just mental well-being tends not to be the best, mm -hmm. let's say, right? And and so basically the way that I 
confront this question is that um, with this confusion around what uh, what the purpose of life is, uh, maybe maybe it does seem like too big of a question to challenge. And when when we're thinking about what the purpose of your life is, I see four different ways to look at this. One of them is the way I think most people uh, would respond to to that question, and that is by just saying, "I'm just I'm just living my life. I'm not gonna question too much. I'm gonna question." Uh, the things that are important to me, but I'm not going to really look at the deep philosophical question of do I have a purpose? I'm not going to say I have a purpose. I'm just going to live day by day. And I, and, and I see that as kind of the autopilot response, which is not asking questions and um, just uh, uh, learning day by day through automatic responses um, or not even learning, just acting, kind of. It's, re it's really an action process, and it's mostly subconscious where you're going to be learning. But as you said, the conscious questions aren't going to be brought up, right? And so I see that as one uh, answer to the question of, okay, how, how do I look at my life? And which is basically to forget the question, right? So that's the first response. The second, or, or not to ask it, in the or first not place. to ask it in the first place, right? And I, obviously, there's most people would fit in that category, uh, or at least uh, a lot of people. <laughs> then the second one that I see is the the nihilist camp, which is there are no answers to these questions. Why would I be asking myself these questions? We live such insignificant lives that might as well go for the immediate pleasures in life and do the best you can in the moment rather than trying to plan out things and uh, being just being kind of well uh, in, in the best case scenario being happy that you are alive but not making a big deal out of it right because there ultimately aren't uh, answers to your questions and then but but obviously the the, the negative downside to that is a lot of if you start thinking nihilistically, you're going to fall into the trap of, okay, why am I even alive? Why would I be, why would I be enjoying myself in this world where there's so many uh, ways in which I can suffer, so many ways in which uh, things can go wrong? And then the third camp would be around, would, would be a, uh, a strategy of, or the camp of the fundamentalist which would be, okay, I'm going to adopt a certain ideology, ideology, religion, philosophy that will structure my, my life for me, right? Um, that way I will have all the answers and I won't have to question it. The problem, of course, with the fundamentalist camp then is, okay, that it doesn't really leave a lot of room for change or for well, uh, yes, you can learn and you can learn more and more of your ideology, but it doesn't really promote open-mindedness, right? Uh, so, so I wouldn't recommend that either, even though uh, religion uh, can be a source of immense, immense help and, uh, and meaning. But I'm just saying by itself, if only taken by itself, it will become a source of fundamentalism and, and of, of locking yourself up to different perspectives or different ways of looking at it. And then the fourth one, I think is the one that we advocate, or at least, I mean, I haven't asked you this yet, Diego, but at least it's the one that I would think is the most useful, which is to 
which is the one of self-development, and that is to ask yourself the questions, realize that they're deep questions and that they might not have immediate answers, and yet continue in your pursuit of asking them, right? So it's kind of uh, taking control in your life. And I'm sure we're going to get more into this discussion on how much control we can have in our lives or we want to have in our lives. Mm -hmm. Um, But really, the true purpose then of, to jump back to the initial discussion of what do we mean by self-development or what do I mean by self-development, I see it as really this, the quest for self-reflection and uh, improving in your choices. Because, because in the end, if you value something, whatever it is, if you value anything, within that, you will have goals. And whether you like that or not, whether it's conscious or not, right? If you like, if you love your friends, then within your, your, your social circle, you will have goals, even though they won't be stated explicitly, but your goal will be to, to foster better, to, to foster even tighter social connections, to make them happy, right? All of these are goals. And when you have goals, again, if you make those conscious, if you bring them to your attention, then that's the way you can improve, mm-hmm. right? Uh, can, I, can I ask you a question about those four... For different approaches, yeah, yeah, approaches to life, almost mm-hmm. uh, to the to the question of how do I? Uh, sorry, what was the question? What again? is the purpose of life? Or yeah, pretty much how how you answer that question. Yeah, there's there's different approaches that yeah. I see. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, first of all, something just quickly that I wanted to say about that is, I actually, I mean, I I think I've gone in a way through all the stages. <laughs> Like, I uh, I just wanted to say that in, in my life, at least, it's not like it's one or the other. Like, in, in your life, you always have elements of all of them, you know? And, right, I, and, right, I, right. and I wouldn't necessarily say that... Uh, in, in my life, I wouldn't say that one is the answer or one is bad or anything like that. And I know that you didn't say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the, only re- the only thing that I'm trying to say is that uh, what has been the most useful for me has been the the one that you mentioned as the fourth one, like this, 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 making the process conscious. But I, I have spoken with a lot of people that actually would very much rather not uh, follow this process. And so I'm saying this so that uh, if anyone really uh, has never even tried this, I, I'm, I'm, I think partly we're making this podcast to open the possibility up and be like, you know, maybe this is, uh, uh, path worth trying mm-hmm. uh but if it's if it's if it's uh it doesn't have to be that's kind of the point mm-hmm. uh but i think in any case uh wanted or not we we do have even if uh, the question that you posed uh whether we have control or not uh, even if we have very little control uh i think if you don't uh par- part of the reason why i do care personally about self development is is if that that little space where we do have some agency, uh, however little that is, mm-hmm. uh, if you don't take that agency, then you're just being pushed around by, by randomness. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, that, that, that is actually a really good point that, uh, most of our lives or most of, you know, the, the forces in the world, you will not be able to control. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're really not talking about, which would be in response to, for instance, my sister who says, 
uh, I'm I'm more I'm I'm more uh, enthusiastic about the vision of uh, of spontaneity, right? Um, so, which is yes, there's plenty of room for spontaneity. There's most of what you're going to live. You have no idea what's going to happen. It's it's really not about creating this mathematical machine, and uh, you know you put your 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 fu- like a function almost. You put your input, and then you got your output. You know exactly what you're going to do. Life is not so simple. Life is incredibly complicated, mm-hmm. and I think that is also the reason why when it, when living this incredibly complicated life, I think you deserve help, right? And the person who can help you the most is yourself, I feel. Mm. Um, because if you don't care about you or if you don't make sure that you are able to to, to prog- progress and improve in ways that you... Because everyone ultimately does want to improve, uh, whether, they, whether they structure it or not. Um, and so... Uh, and so asking these questions is really the first... The first step is to become aware of these questions and to actually not be afraid of asking them. Because also something that I realize is that I think there might be people, and of course this doesn't apply to everyone, who am I to generalize, but there, there will be people who will not want to ask these questions because they're afraid that if you start asking and if you start setting yourself goals, then you 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 automatically also set the your your own um uh your own failure right for instance mm-hmm. I'll, I'll i'll show you w- w- what i mean by that um if you tell yourself okay i want to read more in my life and you tell yourself okay I'll, i'm going to read one chapter per day every night right before going to bed i'm going to read one chapter of any whatever book interests me right well then, if you don't deliver on that on that aim on on that goal, then you've by thinking about it and by creating this aim, you've also created what wh- the the measure of your failure, um, and so and so it's much easier to not set a goal mm. and then say okay that way there is no official measure of my failure. If you don't read, well, I didn't set my goal in the first place, so who cares? Yeah. And uh, I mean, in a way, it is. If you if you see it as as a question of how can I improve my life, mm-hmm. it uh, I mean or or or, let, or or you see it as you're trying to take control of your life, mm-hmm. it does seem like I mean I can perfectly see how it can be a completely overwhelming pursuit. Of course, you know? yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and that's why I I do see the advantage in maybe simplifying the question and instead of I mean yes I I definitely think that at least we should spend some time thinking about our life, you know, because, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, uh, even if most of us don't think about it, we are going to be hopefully 30 one day, uh, or, or <laughs> I don't know how old we're going to be. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, but I think then uh, a good approach maybe to, to start for it not to be overwhelming is like, how can tomorrow, as I said earlier, how can tomorrow maybe be a better day, day than today? Mm-hmm. What is one thing that uh, I could do, mm-hmm. say, tomorrow that would would make tomorrow better than today mm-hmm. than today mm-hmm. do, do you think that's a good approach yeah yeah, yeah. well the, the way that i uh, that i think about it and i've told you this mm. um is that i i personally look at it through this framework almost or this this way of this metaphor of mm. of looking at this question because it is a huge question and it's very easy to get to get lost in it 
because ultimately there is a lot of things that you care about in your life and and uh, it's difficult to juggle all these balls at the same time, right? So that there's a difficulty in that. But then, so how do you conceptualize it? And and the way that I conceptualize it is that it is almost like our life is is like a game, right? So if you if you think about video games, it's a very easy example. It's a game where you have certain achievements that you want to fulfill, right? Uh, you want to get better, you, you, there are rewards uh, with every step of the way, and uh, ultimately you're going to try to fulfill your objective, whatever that objective is. Now that works pretty much with any game, any video game out there. Uh, it can be Tetris, it can be uh, Call of Duty, it can be FIFA, whatever is whatever you like playing. Uh, Pac-Man, <laughs> if you're, uh, you know, you love retro games, uh, but really anything is about improvement and any everything is about, ad or, or maybe this, this makes more sense, advancing in this game. And the way that I see our lives is that our life is kind of like a game. If you think about it, it's, it's, it's a game, it's a huge game where if you zoom into this game, there are many different games that you're playing at the same time. And that's what makes it really interesting. The, the first time you explained to me, uh, this game metaphor it crossed my mind if you talk about life as a game aren't you uh, making it in a way uh, seem as if it's not valuable or as if you can just play again uh, you know like take take away the seriousness well, well, of life. well ideally you can play again because you can learn from failures right it's not it's not like well, in Call of Duty, yes, you die and then you are re respawned into, you know, the map. But in this level, or in this, sorry, in, in this life that we're living, if you don't, yes, yeah, sure, don't get hit by a bus. Okay, that's that's step one. But um, what's important is that you can fail. And that's, that, that's only a problem if you let it be a problem, because ultimately you learn from failure. So that's a, it's a good point that, yes... Um, it's not a, a you only have one shot and that's it. No, every day is a new day with new opportunities, with new, but of course, it's easier said than done, right? Yeah. But so, so, so life is a huge game and you zoom in, you have different games, you have the social game, where you, and in this social game, you have different games, right? You have the relationship between you and your parents. Uh, you have the relationship with you and your friends, your, your close friends, maybe a bit more distant friends, maybe older friends, whatever, right? Uh, you have your relationship to your spouse. If you have a spouse, you have, uh, and, and that's only the social game, right? You have also a, a, an ambition game or a, 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 uh, career, a career game. game, right? Where you want to advance in your career. And then you have uh, uh, yeah, okay, all okay. kinds <laughs> of games, okay? And... Why is it so? Why is it important? Why is it helpful to me, at least, when I look at the question of okay, how do I set? How do I look at the question of okay, how do I how do I how do I advance in this game? Well, the thing is, rather than zoom into these individual games, let's let's zoom back out and then think: if this is a game, and if I do want to advance, then I need a direction, right? So I'm gonna I'm gonna think about what I value the most in this so-called game, right? What what do I value? So and then and then that will tell me what what my objectives are going to be. But ultimately, in the most deepest sense, the ultimate aim of this game will be to be happy, to be fulfilled, 
right? To be to 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 have a, a life well lived, and obviously we can get into definitions of what that means. Um, it almost certainly doesn't mean a life of pleasure and comfort because we we know all too well that that doesn't work very well. Uh, I mean, short run, yes, go to casinos, go to uh, strip clubs, <laughs> whatever it is, uh, really. Um, eat tons of fast food, sure. Short, short term, you're never going to feel better. Long term, it's going to become an absolute mess, right? Mm -hmm. So, So we have to have a scale of long term versus short term. But so ultimately, if our aim is one of well-being, but in the deepest meaning. So that doesn't have to mean selfishness, right? That doesn't have to mean, okay, my own well-being is the only thing that matters because obviously your well-being is dependent on other people's well-being. So you have to take that into account. But so if we think of that as of life as a game, all, all, all of a sudden for me, it makes so much sense why people feel lost because in any game, you will have certain rules that you have to that you have to follow in order to or, or steps in order to get to your aim and if first of all if you never if you never ask yourself the question of what are my aims or what do i value then how how do you want to expect yourself to 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 consciously go into the right direction right um and and knowing and so because there are rules we just don't see them they're not visible to us these rules are psychological. These rules that will tell you uh, how to act in the world uh, are ultimately uh, these, these ancient parts of our brains that we don't understand very well. And that's why the, the, the first area to understand, if you're going to understand what makes you uh, feel well, right? What makes you achieve well-being, or you don't really achieve it, but you kind of uh, aim to get it, right? then you're going to have to look at your brain and how it works because we have an ancient brain right this this millions of years old uh, uh or, um, organ i think the brain is an organ yeah <laughs> this million years old organ that is living in a modern world of technology and instant access to so much rewards and dopamine and uh Really, there's so many traps that we, the, the, the modern human, have to overcome now that we live in this world where, with, with so many options that we never had to, had to uh, confront uh, before civilization began, right? When we were still living in tribes. And, and there are people who argue that when we were living in tribes, we were, we were happier. Now, it might seem weird because, you know, we are... We, we do have access to, to so many things that obviously are improve our lives like I mean medicine and and uh, infrastructure access to education and uh, all these things and obviously we don't live in in, in a deprived uh, uh, setting where we have to think about food and shelter uh, if we live in in a, well if you have the money for it and and luckily enough a lot of people now have risen above poverty and have, um, because of uh, the way that our societies have developed, actually do have sufficient access to 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 the, their basic human needs, right? Uh, well, again, I'm talking from a modern uh, uh, from a modern society's point of perspective. Uh, the question is different in certain uh, underdeveloped countries, but that's a different question, right? Yeah. Uh, 
yeah, I mean, ju- just just to to mention quickly, uh, yeah, I mean, w- thankfully in some places in the world we're doing very well. In other places, uh, yeah, I, I mean, a lot of people in the world, like I don't know, m- probably around half of the world, if I remember the statistics correctly, uh, live uh, with like five dollars a day or something. Uh, so it's definitely not the case that everyone, no, everyone can no. afford. We to are ask. we are we are zooming in on our current environment yeah so like western rich western developed countries yeah Yeah. so there are so many pitfalls that we have to look out for now Mm -hmm. um and for for instance the social aspect of it i mean we we can analyze it from a maslow pyramid perspective that can actually be a useful way of looking at okay what do we need in order to to feel to feel Uh, happy and and, uh, feel like we are living a meaningful life and of course the first two are based on your immediate physical needs and your safety needs and then from the third one on already the third one is love and uh what is it love and acceptance or or love yeah it's basically about your social surrounding and many of us don't live in this in this world anymore where where you know your immediate community very well um it is a much more we are so more so much more interconnected through social media but so much less connected socially and that plays a big role into that into what obviously you have to have that need covered you have to feel like you are loved um to 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 feel like you're leading you're you're leading a a, a, a happy life right that's that's i mean every single i think one one of the longitudinal studies at harvard was what is the factor that influences uh your the, the, your your age right how mm. how long you age sorry how long you live <laughs> uh the, the the most important factor was actually your your social surrounding yeah that's but, interesting right uh, but to, to see if i understand correctly the the maslow pyramid uh, of needs yes. w- what you're talking about is like what are the most fundamental needs or, or what are the needs that we have uh to yeah. to like to be happy or, or to have well-being yes uh, is that is this what you're talking about yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, cool. so when we're thinking of again looking at it through because i look at it through a game structure if the goal is happiness or or um, fulfillment and um well if if you're going to ha- achieve that state uh, of well-being then if you want to if you want to achieve that state of well-being then what you're going to try to do is you're going to want to first cover your basic needs and then your and then your higher needs the higher needs being more close to this uh meaning aspect right that to, to feel a life of meaning obviously you're not going to think about whether you're living a meaningful life if you 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 you're longing for social connection right that, that that's that's going to be a primary mode and then and then by the way i haven't even finished the pyramid the fourth and the fifth one are equally important let me click quickly check what they are because i had them written down but i think that they're they're about self-esteem i think the next one is and then self-actualization is the fifth one and then and then a potential sixth one would be uh uh what was it transcendence which is about compassion and thinking about and i I think i mean the the the, this pyramid of needs is relevant uh of course because it's a good simplifier and stuff but the point is that it 
I think it's just a guide uh, mm-hmm. for like yeah when you're talking about water. What are our needs? What are the things that improve or make worse uh, our our well-being if we have them or not? Right. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Um, and also something that uh, is important, I think, to realize when you you're thinking about uh, uh, trying to trying to change, trying to work on yourself, because that is really what self-development is. The self is not it's there for a purpose. Um, if you're going to look at yourself then an important thing to look at will be about uh, uh, the fact that your your state of awareness is not this fixed thing. So if we think, again, video game, or uh, for that matter, music is a good example for this. If you're thinking of wearing headphones, right, and you're listening to music through a set of headphones, uh, and we, we take that as a metaphor for life, then the, and the, the set of headphones is the way you perceive life, the music, then your set of headphones is not fixed. You actually can change your set of headphones um, so that you get more rewards from life. And and I think that's... What does this metaphor So represent? So basically your state of consciousness, right? Mm. You're... You think that the way you look at the world right now, if you're... If you're I'm going to bring your attention towards your, your, your self-awareness, right? So think of yourself right now your your perception now you've suddenly been put on the spot of being self-aware right this feeling this state of self-awareness is very different and you will know this when you're stressed when you're sleepy all these different states of self of awareness are different right and it's important to note that these are not fixed and you can change them and then that will so working on yourself, working on on your the, the way that you view the world rather than changing the world for you is going to be more effective in getting what you want in life, right? Because you again, we just said the the world is filled with chaos, with unpredictability. And if if that's the case, then working on yourself is pretty much the most fundamental thing you can control. If you're gonna control anything, if you can control anything, and even yourself you can't control hundred percent. But if you're going to control something, it is this state of awareness, and I think we're gonna. It would be interesting to get get into some some more more because we've been talking very theoretical, right, about this. But there are practical ways of making this happen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, when you're talking, uh, you you were talking about. Uh, there's this needs uh, of Maslow and from that I, if I remember correctly you came from the evolution uh, that uh, yes. point uh, it, that that you were, you were you were mentioning that it's very hard to live in a world where we don't know like if you talk about your your game a metaphor it's very hard to live in a world uh, where you don't know the games the rules of the game right mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think uh, that's in, that's why mm-hmm. you then went into mentioning the needs, the, the Maslow pyramid uh, needs, mm-hmm. because that is a good framework that you can start to think like, okay, what are what are the rules? What are these things that actually make the game uh, mm-hmm. click or be better? Right. And, and how to advance in the game, right? Yeah. If, if what we ultimately want is the deepest sense of what we want, which is well-being, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. rather than pleasure, of yeah. course. 
I mean, yeah, that's a good, that's a useful yeah, distinction. Yeah. No, it's a good, it's good that you summarized it because I did go quickly from one yeah. concept to the next, and it, it is true. But because when dealing with these things, there are it's it is not straightforward, right? And that's why I'm trying to, or at least this is what I do for myself. I try to simplify it yeah. by looking at it through okay, game structure. What do I want? All right, what is it that I want to achieve? And I think if we go deep down enough. What we do want to achieve is this this sense of well-being and fulfillment, mm. right? I don't think anyone would tell me, would would answer to me to that question. Oh, what I ultimately want is uh, to, you know, just uh, have uh, burgers all day. And, yeah. and th that's not a fulfilling life. Right? No, yeah, I think I think what you're pointing at more than more than the specific terms that you use is that we all want well-being or, or happiness if you if you define these terms in the broadest of terms we mm -hmm. all want to live a good life in the broadest yeah. of terms now what that means oh, specifically mm -hmm. to each person in each moment is completely different and of course uh, yeah. because everyone is different and and starts with a different yeah. uh yeah. W uh with, with a different set of tools and a different yeah. set of of talents and etc exactly exactly and and uh, i mean that's precisely why it's called i think uh, I mean, self-development is, it's, I mean, another word for it is personal development. It's, it's a completely personal. That's the thing. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's the path that, that, mm -hmm. the, the, that you need to, or do you want to move forward on is completely different. But of course, person. of course, there are many similarities between human beings. And when looking at it through this, this, this most general sense mm -hmm. of what we want, I think we have more in common than we differ, right? Yeah. Uh, between human beings. Yeah. And I mean, why... Uh, you know, in a way, why I found it hard many times to, because how I uh, like personally came to this to this uh, path of, of personal development was actually because I mean maybe maybe a lot of people might feel recognized with this is that I was I, at some point I was living a very good life you know I I had what uh, any young person could want you know I had the social life I had the all the dopamine that I wanted and by that I mean you know I was actually playing video games often and i was uh yeah nice food i don't know whatever you want yeah. uh, mainly pleasures uh mm -hmm. and i thought i mean no, nobody explains to you that this is not what what is supposed to be fulfilling especially if in tv you see uh like what what people are showing or, or the people that we are supposed to look up to what they are promoting or showing is just pleasures and social status and stuff uh, so when I had that, I was like, what, what is wrong? Why am I still not, uh, why do I still feel like I need something? Mm. Um, yeah. And, and this actually led me to question like, okay, what, what is it actually that makes us tick? <laughs> what is it that makes us, uh, yeah, that gives life meaning if you want to talk about it in that sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, but then, so, so thinking now back, uh, to why was it so difficult to realize it? I mean, now it almost seems obvious you know short term like why would you go for that but i i, I realize now uh, that of course uh it's not that simple because as you mentioned the rules of the game are not simple especially mm -hmm. because that's the thing we didn't evolve to live in, a, in the world that we live in today mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. like the the i don't know how our how our brain is structured uh, wasn't wasn't structured as you were saying earlier mm -hmm. to to this like completely fast moving world where everything is different to where we 
to where we were uh, just like what 30,000 years ago yeah yeah um, so I, I mean for for me part of actually and evolutionarily speaking that's nothing right mm-hmm. if we if we're thinking about how much time it took our brains to evolve a couple thousand years 10,000 years 20,000 years is almost just like a second right yeah yeah so I mean that is uh, that is kind of the challenge that we're faced at oh absolutely that we live because in- because we were not supposed to be aw- made aware of all this right we we're, we're only supposed to be playing the game right if if we, if again we want to look at it through that perspective um before so evolutionarily the game that we were playing was very basic right mm. survival mm. survive and reproduce <laughs> that pretty much is what you're supposed to be doing I mean, and that is the, the way that things went for a very very long time yeah, only I mean, recently have we updated the game through technology that okay Survival and reproduction is no longer an issue. I mean, for our species, right? Uh, it's still a jungle out there in terms of other species. And yes, uh, we are impacting them and, and it's tra- tragic. But for, for human beings, the game has shifted, right? We don't, we're not chased by lions every time we have to go to work, yeah. right? Uh, and I mean, yeah. It's it's uh, just quickly to mention that this mm-hmm. evolutionary perspective doesn't mean that our only goals were to survive and reproduce of course already well, since a long time evolutionarily ago. speaking that that is the goals yes yes and uh, to get that there's yes. a lot of like a lot of also right, other right, goals right. That we, you we, care yeah about. of course of course like uh, for example loving your 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 family and yeah, yeah. caring for others and of course of yes course. but 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 again if you <laughs> it's interesting though because if you loop into it enough uh, you go deeper into it. That was the goal. And it's still... The thing is, because our brain has not changed, at least not radically in, uh, as much as uh, as our technology has, have changed, we still have this ape brain, which is still like always thinking about survival and reproduction, pretty much, right? Yeah, and I, and I, again, I don't mean that in the direct sense. I mean that in, uh, in indirectly in things that we that we look for, right? recognition recognition yeah. used to be such an important thing in your tribe because that that would uh that would indicate your social position uh concerning uh, uh your your tribe yeah. and again it would have an implication for survival yeah and yeah. i mean the, the what, what we're aiming at the, like, the problem that we're pointing at is that there's all these things that are different uh in our societies than to the ones that we uh, used to live in like for example that point of recognition or or like status the thing mm-hmm. today is that there is not the 30 people or maybe 100 people in our tribe <laughs> you you walk in a city and there's millions and <laughs> like yeah uh, i mean there, there's all kinds of differences uh, that we can get into yeah. and uh, but I, I actually read recently this <laughs> a very funny uh, i don't know a, a small tale uh, that i think portrays it very well is it okay if i read it yeah is it from like a blog or something yeah yeah i i can tell so the the blog is called less wrong in general it's a good blog so if anyone's interesting go ahead um and it was a blog on like evolutionary psychology which is a topic Uh that i'm generally very interested in there's all kinds of differences that you can get into uh, between the, the world that we used to live in and the, and the world that we live in today. If, if you're interested in this, uh, there's actually a very funny tale uh, that you can read. 
Uh, I'll, I'll link it in the description, uh, mm -hmm. but it's in a blog uh, called Less Wrong that talks about evolutionary psychology. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I mean, the, the point I think is clear. And uh, if you're interested, as I said, you can go ahead and read more online of how, how really different uh, the world we live in is to the world that we used to live in, in uh, 30,000 years ago. Right. Uh, but yeah, as, as we were saying, why this is relevant to us now is that we really need to uh, try harder to understand ourselves because uh, the world is changing so fast that we really need to look at ourselves and be like, okay, what is the purpose? Like, there's all these things happening. You know, it's not it's not as simple as it maybe used to be. Mm -hmm. uh, and and yeah, so and and now we have to peek behind the curtains, so to speak, right? While before we used to just live our lives and it was very straightforward. Okay, we're gonna be doing all these things. Why? to survive to the winter, to have enough food, to etc, etc. So it's very straightforward. You wouldn't really have to ask yourself so many questions. Now, it's almost like we're forced to ask questions to not fall into the traps that, let's say, uh, that helped us before. Right, that helped yeah. us before, like yeah. such as sugar, right? Yeah. If you tasted sugar before through fruit, uh, uh, it would be a huge sign of, wow, eat, eat more of this. It's great. It's great for you. But now, of course, we have a, an abundance of sugar and it will make you fat, right? There are more, I think that, that that is something that's true. There are more obese people living now than people who are dying from hunger. Yeah. So and, that just tells you in which direction we're taking this. Part of the problem there, of course, is that, I mean, before the only types of sugar that we would get is from fruits. <laughs> which in a way are even uh, today healthy and every I, oh, we're always healthy. Mm -hmm. But now when you have this like engineered types of food that are just like compressed sugar to compressed get... dopamine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so, so we're talking a lot about what we shouldn't do, right? About, le okay. Asking ourselves questions. Good. Setting ourselves goals. Good. Uh, being sure that we're trying to aim for the right thing. And, but then, how do we progress? I think mm. this is the next stage. Uh, how do we make ourselves, in the most fundamental sense, how do we help ourselves uh, adapt this ancient brain to this modern environment? Mm. Right? Yeah. And, and there are useful practices that we can do, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, in, in, in this, in this um, for, for this question, I, I can share... Uh, if, if if you think it's okay, Aurelian, as like Always. at least, <laughs> at least uh, like some of the let's say tools uh, that really really have aided me until now in mm -hmm. in the, uh, figuring out how this game works first of all mm -hmm. and and how I can improve. And again, when we're talking about game, it means understanding ourselves yeah. so that we can. We can we can advance and live in our better, lives, yeah, right? Live Get life. more of what we want. Yeah, uh -huh. live a better life. Right. So the the first tool or or the first way specifically that uh, the self development process looks for me, I I mean for me it's journaling actually, uh, coupled with a couple other things. But it it doesn't. I mean maybe journaling already sounds a bit too specific or or I don't know maybe some people would react uh i don't know how many people do actually have a, a journal that's an interesting question uh, or, or it's it's not that uncommon yeah. it is not that uncommon to journal well uh, i'd say i'd say unfortunately maybe not enough men do it because again 
uh, if you think of diaries, right, it has more of a yeah. connotation of, of uh, uh, so, 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 yeah. Yeah. But, well, the, the point of journaling for me is that it's, it's, it gives me a medium through which I can think about these questions, through which I can often ask myself, okay, what is going on in my life? You know, what, where, where do I want to go? What, what do I feel like? Uh, is there, is there something wrong? So I actually mostly write when I feel like there's a problem in my life, you know, because that's Makes kind sense. of, yeah, that's <laughs> kind of how we identify that as something going wrong. You know, you feel mm. bad and then you're like, okay, what is happening? Right, right. Uh, and, and, and one way of, of doing that would be by talking about your feelings, yeah. talking about your, what you're thinking yeah. to someone else. But it's just when you're with it, with your notebook, um, it's like you alone are to- you're having a conversation with yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it helps you to think. I mean, it does help me to think too. I do it also sometimes. Um, to to when I write down, I notice that I my thoughts are much clearer, much more concise because I'm almost forced to have clearer, and, and I'm forced to make connections yeah. as to what what is going on, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so so journaling journaling is a is a super yeah. way to think more about these questions. And, and I mean, the point is to think about these questions and it doesn't have to be journaling. Journaling is the one that I have found useful, uh, but I've also heard of different methods. Uh, well, actually, I found it, I found it useful too. Yeah. And yeah. I think, I think, I think a lot of people find that useful too. But, uh, but just to give a couple examples of what yeah. other things you could do, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Uh, for some time, I'm sad actually that I don't do it more. And the point is to, think about these questions. Uh, so, I mean, journaling is one medium, but you could uh, use any other medium. For example, talking to yourself just out loud or, or even talking to someone else, as you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, there, it doesn't have to be journaling. I, I, as you mentioned, journaling might just make it a bit uh, easier for some people or might make it more concrete. Because- and, it, and it is more personal because when you're talking to someone else, you would almost have to be talking to someone who you're extremely close with to be sharing the things that you would share in a journal right yeah and i mean we're not gonna get all into at least i i I didn't think uh to speak all about how how you can journal and stuff Mm uh but i definitely think it is a useful thing that you can learn and i I think i'm gonna again link uh maybe a couple videos or something where you articles or or articles where you can read more about how you can journal or how it could be though though, again it's it's fairly straightforward yeah right when you have a problem sit down (laughs) grab a piece of paper start writing don't stop writing yeah and you'll see that it really is kind of a it is cr- crazy how effective it is yeah. to, to, to start to realize what's going on up there. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and with this um, kind of a second tool, uh, one of my most used tools, you could call them, uh, in, in like the self-development process, or it's even, it's even part of the stereotype uh, of that like success uh, self-development view. Uh, of watching motivational YouTube videos. <laughs> I'm not going to... I used to do that as well. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to prescribe <laughs> um, some motivational YouTube videos, but just uh, what, what I mean to say is that when when thinking about these questions and, 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 and journaling about them, uh, it is... There is, there is a big uh, library of, of knowledge out there of people that probably have already gone through the problems that you might... Uh, whatever that might be, you know. Uh, so a, a second big, big tool for this is just to go out and seek knowledge. Through books? 
can or, be through books. Yeah, 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 or, through books, blogs. Yeah, uh, exactly. YouTube videos, uh, videos. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the second uh, way, or the second kind of I, I would call them meta tools uh, that I use for this self development process. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, a third one, and personally, I think the most. I mean, I, I do call it the most meaningful, impactful thing that I have ever learned. Uh, and it's this, again, so mis- overused, I would say, term of meditation. Uh, oh, misunderstood. Uh, never mind. Overused. Just go overused. Yeah. Uh, yeah, meditation. Uh, what do I mean by meditation? I mean, it, it, I think I could talk about it all day and we're for sure going to record a podcast about this at some Definitely, point. Definitely, because it's something that we both are super interested in. Yeah, yeah. But meditation generally in the most uh, abstract of ways or, or general of ways of talking about it, uh, I mean, I, I don't remember now, but it actually from the from the word in, in Tibetan or in Sanskrit, from where the word t- meditation comes uh-huh. from is something like to look at yourself or to or to know your mind or uh-huh. something like this. Uh-huh. Uh, so, so the point of meditation, I mean, I, I'm sure when I say this word meditation, uh, many different images can come. Yeah. Like, what, what does it? What does it mean? Does it mean sitting down and thinking? I mean, it's one of the meanings, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and actually, more than me trying to explain now what meditation means. I would actually point you at, at an app that both Erlin and me use quite yeah, often. Yeah, an app that uh, is by a guy whose podcast I listen to and who I really admire, and uh, he really has kind of opened our eyes to to this to this meditation. Uh, and and apps are so useful when starting out to meditate. Um, I tried meditating by myself uh, a couple years ago, and. Uh, I didn't really get into a flow of it, right? It's not, it's, it doesn't happen immediately. Mm. But with this app, which is called, uh, it's it's called Waking Up by Sam Harris. Yeah, we'll, we'll link it in the description. We'll link it in the description. And it, what's really useful with that is also about that it gives you the theory as well as the practice. So it's guided meditations, right? Yeah. Uh, and it tells you exactly what to do. But 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 maybe we should uh, explain a little bit more about what we understand as being meditation, okay. because I think I think it is misadvertised a lot of the time. Mm. Just like exercise, by the way. I'm sure we're going to get into that. But uh, meditation is seen as a stress reducer, <laughs> right? Yeah. And it is so much more. That's like, that's like looking at, at reading as a stress reducer. It's a, it's a useful byproduct, but it's definitely not the only reason why you do it, right? When you're meditating, you, you, ideally, if you really, really get the purpose of it, what you're actually trying to do is to realize, to, to, to be self-aware of what, of, of, of your, your, your kind of your, your conscious, your state of awareness, right? Okay, so I would say that there is many, many types of, of meditation, right? I mean, uh, I, I have done all kinds of meditation. There's from visualization meditation, uh, to concentration meditation, to meditation on emptiness. I mean, there is, there is all these different kinds and... Yeah, but what do they all have in common? Actually, not that much. I mean, there is a big variety in in in, in meditation because if you talk, if you're talking about visualization meditation, they're uh, all self-centered. They're all about 
again, what you said in Sanskrit that the, the what the word meditation meant was to self-reflect, to look at yourself, right? We're, we're so constantly focused with what's going outside that we, we don't have a lot. We, meditation is it, the way that I see it. I, you might have a different view and there might be, yes, I'm sure there are a million different ways to meditate. But I think a, a very, very, very central uh, thing to meditation, also for maybe the people who aren't familiar with meditation, is that it is all about focusing on yourself. And yes, focusing on yourself, not in terms of your own needs, but focusing on your on your state of awareness. And then and then from there, of course, you can you can take it in many directions. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I, I don't think that what I just said is very controversial. No, no. Um, is it? Yeah, so you you are right. Uh, meditation, I mean, I guess what defines all types of meditation together is that they all require you to sit back and go inward, you know? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, and and yeah, yeah. Uh, and that is part of the value. Uh, I mean, I, I could I could spell out a million reasons why I think meditation is so has been so beneficial for me. Um, but But part of the value is definitely the fact that you get to sit down and just stop doing everything that you're doing and then just look inside and, and look at what's happening. And I guess that's part of the reason why I, I mentioned it as, as one of this, why we mentioned it in one of, as one of these uh, tools for self-development, because it is, uh, I would say, the best tool uh, that you can use for getting to know yourself, getting to understand how your mind works. I'll give you an example. Uh, one of the most often types, most often used types of meditation uh, that I actually use the most is breathing meditation. Uh, it could also be called mindfulness meditation. Mm -hmm. uh, but no, breathing meditation, like in the simplest, simplest of terms, is just sitting down. Paying attention to your breath. Yeah, literally, you know, sitting down, stopping all that you're doing and just focusing your attention, your breath and keeping it there. And of course, uh, yeah, again, we're not going to get complete with this is not a meditation course, although I would love to do a guided meditation right now. <laughs> no. uh, but yeah, uh, well, yeah, I mean, if you're if you're interested in in getting to know more about it, as we said, go to the description, go to that beautiful app and you'll you'll learn more. Uh, you'll learn more about it. And it is it is uh, if it's if it's the first time you're listening about meditation and you are curious about it. You're about to get yourself into a whole trip, my friend. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> right. So those were the the meta sort of tools that we use. Can you repeat that? Can you, can you just say that again? Yeah. And so those are the. <laughs> yeah. And so those are more of the meta tools that we use to focus inwards. Right. Um, and then, and then we can also go into more of the other tools that are useful to to feel like you're 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 living a life of well-being. I, I always come back to this term because it's 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 the only way I, I know how to put it because it's so it is kind of abstract. But but really, to feel good, um, there are tools that are kind of going to be useful for every single human being because again, we have. A similar we have more in common than we have differences for sure like 99.9 percent .9 of us are similar in what in terms of what we want right yeah. Aurelian, what are what are some of these tools enlighten us please? right so well 
Um, one of them, which is uh, focused more on health, because obviously living a healthy life is going to just uh, make you feel better, right? About about pretty much everything else. It's kind of a uh, if you make if you make certain habits uh, your central habits, they become what is known as keystone habits and they impact everything else that you really care about. And one of these keystone habits is really just exercise. It's incredibly, it's just, it's crazy how much it has an impact on your mind and on how you think. Uh, and when I'm, again, when I'm thinking about the, the, this, this, your state of awareness, uh, with the metaphor that I gave before with the headphones, right? the quality of your headphones is linked to to uh, how much you exercise. The way that you experience the world, I don't know about you, Diego, but every, when I don't exercise for an extended amount of time, I feel shit. I really do. And and I, it's just, it's, and, and then I exercise and it's like, it's, it's like the lights have just turned on. It's like the quality of my headset has just, I've replaced my shitty headphones with 250 euro, <laughs> Brand new, good JBL with extra with, with extra bass in the headset. I think a good a good uh, <laughs> I don't know a good little story or something that I once heard that it just ex explains how meaningful or, or, or I don't know how weird in a way also exercise is for us. How how amazing cr crazy how good it can be for us is that it's almost as if you're when you start exercising, uh, it's almost as if your body is like oh. You're using more energy now that you're, I don't know, exercising. Okay, I'm just gonna give you a shit ton more energy. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. It, it right. just, it just really, uh, mm. at least in my experience, exercise, and I think it, it can be shared by anyone. Mm. Exercise is just one of those key things that you can do in your yeah. life to, to really uh, keystone habits. Yeah. Yeah. That really impact everything else in a kind of a domino fashion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course, it's it's not easy uh, necessarily to to start exercising and, and keep it. But I think right. we'll. I mean, I I'm, I definitely I also fall prey to the trap of okay, I have too much work to do today. I'm gonna skip the exercising. Yeah. Uh, it's very easy not to exercise. Yeah. Also, again, evolutionarily, <laughs> exercise. We we. It's only now that we kind of have to force ourselves to to spend this energy because your brain is like hey i'm not in danger why would i use my legs to go running right yeah, now yeah. right but it has and this i think this is also important to mention that there are also misconceptions as to ex the effects of exercise because we all a lot of us think of exercise as kind of okay i want to look better not i mean sure i want to feel better but also like it, the impact on the brain is much more central than the impact, let's say, on your muscle gain or on your weight loss or things like that. I, I hope you agree with me. Yeah. And um, really, it is more important to to feel good mentally, right? Yeah. That's why, I mean, it's not like I want my legs to look better, um, but then I, I, I still go running for that purpose because I know I actually <laughs> I went running like just like for five minutes outside right before recording the podcast because I knew it would give me an energy boost. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, I, there is this great video. Uh, I forgot the name of the channel or even the name of, of, of the video. I think I know. I, I think I shared it with you. Yeah. It's uh, what I've learned. Yeah. Uh, spelling the, the benefits of, of, of running. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we'll, we'll link it in the description, but that's, yeah. that's a video that really summarizes uh, why exercise is. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think they even use the headphone uh, analogy. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm stealing from them. We'll, 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 we'll put our sources in the description. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I, I do really want to get into that, uh, that little thing that we mentioned quickly of how can you actually form these habits? How can you make uh, exercise a thing in your life? Because mm. as, as we said, it's not easy. Yeah. Easier said than done. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but before that, uh, one one maybe last. Uh, I don't know if you have any other mention other than you want to mention. But one last habit that for me uh, has has really been very impactful that you mentioned earlier. Uh, well, uh, yeah, yeah. We're gonna go, we're gonna get into that. But it's not gonna be the last one. I'm just warning. Okay. Like there are there are multiple, just okay. a couple more that I'm gonna mention okay. right before right. diving into how practically we get into it. But yeah, go yeah. ahead. So the the one that I wanted to mention now is sleep. Yes. Uh, sleep and of course we all sleep <laughs> some sleep more than others but some need more sleep than others yeah exactly and i mean sleep is another topic all, all of these topics that we're mentioning is just something that you can talk about for right. hours we can, we can zoom yeah. into it into yeah. different discussions but okay. we're giving we're giving an overview yeah and and uh a quick couple mentions about sleep uh misconceptions uh about sleep that when i learned really changed the way i view if you sleep, uh, I mean, as, as you said, it's not easy, of course, to to keep a sleep schedule. But definitely in your with your with a social life, yeah, it, it is also difficult yeah. to kind of mix and match those. Yeah, but why would you even want a sleep schedule in the first place? You know, uh, because I mean, if you if you think about it, you the, the what we all know is that you need eight hours of sleep. That's 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 it. You know, if you <laughs> sleep eight hours, then that's it. Uh, but but in reality, I, I don't remember again the, the specifics of the study, but there was a study uh, where there were two groups. One group slept for uh, eight hours, I think, and they slept and woke up in different moments each night. So one night it was 10 p.m. and waking, waking up 6 a.m., then next night it was 12, and so it was changing. And the second group uh, slept less, slept five hours if i remember correctly Mm. Uh, but they always slept at the same time and always woke up at the same time Mm, okay and uh in reality the group that slept less but slept and woke up always at the same time Mm -hmm. had way better quality of sleep and therefore performed better during the day so that that's that's a curious thing that i learned and and made me realize that something that i never used to do and of course there are reasons why you also don't do it because it's not easy uh, but something that could be of great value uh, if you're if you're struggling with being mm. tired often mm. or or something like that is to try to keep your have sleep a, more have consistent a regular time at which you go to bed and you get up in the morning yeah exactly mm. uh yeah and i mean i think we can all probably know from experience how important sleep is to our lives how different it is when you had an all-nighter or or anything <laughs> any other reason why you well, you didn't sleep properly, how different your day goes by if you're very tired or not. Or at least I know for myself that I just really dislike being tired. <laughs> Maybe that's part of the reason why I do take my, my sleep schedule so seriously. Mm. Um, yeah. But what, what, are, what are those other ones that you wanted to mention? Earlier? Well, sleep and exercise. Now I'm going to mention a third one, nutrition. Yeah. Right. When we, These are all about health. And when we're taking care of our mind, you know, we're taking care of a lot of things at the same time because everything you do will be impacted by the way you think and the way you feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, just the importance of nutrition, I think it speaks for itself. I don't mm-hmm. think this is so controversial. 
but really taking care of 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 what you eat i mean when i eat badly one afternoon i feel it the entire day um and 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 then and then really my motivation goes away as well which is very interesting that it it can have such an impact so quickly Mm -hmm. um so yeah so the the nutrition and then um something that is just so fundamental i think we we did mention it but it's so it's just worth mentioning again that just social interaction on a daily basis is vital yeah i mean it it really is vital i think it also has become very clear uh, clearer now that uh that the corona pandemic hit that we all or at least most people were really in a state where they couldn't have a lot of interactions we all felt how we really needed that how we lacked that Mm -hmm. and i mean a lot of people still have that today uh so yeah and i mean i think in a way this goes back to the to the if you Maybe a good way to know what might be lacking in your life is if you look at that pyramid, Maslow, Maslow pyramid of needs, and you see, okay, what need is not being met in my life? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a question that you can ask yourself that, that really can get you places. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Definitely useful. Yeah. And the quickly on the nutrition point, mm-hmm. again, nutrition is another topic that you can speak Dive about for it. hours, uh, but it got, it got me thinking, uh, and I don't think we want to make this podcast too long, but I just, we don't want to make this podcast too long, but one topic that I, that I do think is of great value when you're talking about well-being is this topic of overstimulation. And again, a <laughs> big, big topic that we could speak about for hours. I mean, I'm a, it's a topic. Maybe, maybe I'll just let you speak for hours and see what happens. <laughs> we'll just keep rolling. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I think we are going to do an episode on overstimulation because it's one of the, I think it's one of the biggest problems. It, we, yeah, definitely affects us all in some in certain ways. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's so just, what do you mean by overstimulation? First of all, I mean, how can I make this quick? <laughs> no, it really is about the dopamine system. Yeah, right. It's a hmm. uh, yeah, I, the I think, pleasure system. I think the best the best way to explain it is again linking a, a YouTube video. So if you're interested, uh, go ahead, but uh, and go to the description and, and look at the video that I'm going to link there on on dopamine and 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 how it works. But the 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 point of overstimulation is that as we go through our lives days in 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 today's society and today's world there is just so much that is asking for our attention so much that requires uh I don't know, I don't know. so so much that pushes our pushes our evolutionary buttons of pleasure of here you go a reward just take it it's right there right take this beautiful cake yeah. that will give you such a a reward uh uh, at the end of it, uh, psychologically, and and oh, just just go ahead and watch the next YouTube video. Just 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 click on the yeah. click on the suggested video button. Yeah. Right. So so there's so there's all these things uh, that are so available now that are just so stimulating, so pleasurable. Uh, everything from of course social media, 
to Netflix. Uh, well, mm -hmm. I, maybe you can count, count it as social media. Yeah, but, but like the entertainment industry. Yeah, entertainment right? industry. Sugar, as you mentioned. Right. Uh, also, a big one is just sex and, and sexual mm. pleasure and the availability mm -hmm. of porn today. Mm -hmm. uh, pornography is Dr just drugs. Drugs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everything from from alcohol to weed and and harder ones too. Yeah. And all all these things are so easily available to mm -hmm. us uh that that and and i mean most of us actually consume uh or, or get so much physical pleasure in in our day-to-day -day lives uh just from this this daily things that we're so used to uh, mm -hmm. we open our phone to to check instagram or, yeah, or just yeah, yeah. anything like that mm -hmm. uh and and i mean the problem of this even every time you get a notification right yeah you get this this immediate reaction in your brain that is similar to you playing in in the in the casino right the the slot machine it's really the same mechanism right? yeah and i mean the the one of the big ways uh or or the easiest ways actually to explain it and and one of the most relevant ways maybe uh why it's so important actually to maybe get some of some less of these pleasures uh is i i think about it as so this 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 affects your dopamine system right what is that that is your motivation system pretty much uh, very very simplified uh but every time you eat one of these uh sorry eat <laughs> every time you get one of these pleasures uh you, dopamine is released and so the next time when there is a how do you call that trigger uh the next time just say the next time the next time there's a trigger uh for this thing that gives you the pleasure be it as you said the notification you get or be it you look at the yellow for mcdonald's or i don't know whatever it is uh it it releases its dopamine and that gets you motivated to do to take this action mm -hmm. and and why is it important it's because if, if you think about about the things that are helpful or, or healthy for you for example if i were to offer you a vegetable right now or if i were to offer you a cake at the same time you would just intrinsically be more motivated to eat the cake, even if it's not what you want. Or, or what you need. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, in a way, it, our, our motivation system is so... Primitive. So what is this thing that I call dopamine? I mean, dopamine, simply said, is the motivation system of our brain. And I'm not going to get specifically into how it works. If you're interested in learning more, go to that video that I'm going to link. But quickly said, it's it's yeah, it's a motivation system. So if I give you an example, if I put a vegetable or a cake in front of you, you will just intrinsically be more motivated to eat the cake, right? Because of the reward that it's going to give you. But that doesn't mean that that's the thing that's best for you, or that's the thing that you want or need, right? Uh, so so the thing with the just availability of dopamine today is first that it really can make it very hard for us to do the things that are best for us and also it's just that uh, this this uh, how, how dopamine works pretty much how any addiction works is that the more dopamine you get the the more dopamine you need for to, to be satisfied so that and that's of course just takes you down a, a rabbit hole uh, of getting worse and worse uh, because if if you do and another video that i'm going to link but if, if you do one of these uh, dopamine detox where you literally spend some time with reduced input with reduced pleasures and so what happens in your brain is that then you the the receptors of, of of dopamine become so reduced that you again only need just a little chocolate a little mm -hmm. pleasure to to feel that uh, 
uh, you can call it fulfillment, of course, not the, mm. the, the mm. life fulfillment, but to, to be satisfied, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, again, it's, it's a topic that we could speak mm-hmm. for hours uh, about, mm-hmm. but I, I think the importance of, of being aware and, and knowing more and, and, and just going out there and, and learning more about overstimulation uh, is, mm-hmm. is just mm-hmm. unmeasurable. Yeah, I, I, I love your the, the, the fact that you brought up this idea that the... Um, the concept of addiction because really it's not just when we think of addiction we think of really really bad addictions like alcohol addiction drug addiction but there are so many ways in which our lives in which we are addicted to things that cause the same mechanism the same dopamine system to react in our brain to make us long for more so much so that as you said, the first time you have a, a piece of chocolate, everything's fine. Your your whole, you know, there's fireworks going on in your brain. But the thing the thing is, if you keep eating chocolate regularly every day, it's not going to produce that same firework every time. It's just going to reduce to your. It's going to become your normal level again, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's really an important mechanism to understand that abstaining from things. Again, not saying that you can't ever eat a piece of chocolate but just noticing how it affects you and again through meditation and by making yourself aware that these things are happening to you um means that you might be able to limit yourself in ways in which you would go down the youtube rabbit hole you would go down the social media rabbit hole uh or you you, getting addicted to sex is very easy as well right uh all you need is doing it a little bit regularly and then boom that's your normal and if you don't get it and that's the thing that really horrifies horrifies me is if you don't get it then you get a huge slump Right. Mm. And it takes so much effort to get back to your to the way you were before. Mm. So, yeah. And I mean, so I'm glad that you raised the dopamine question. Yeah. 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 And in all these things, it's we mentioned a lot of really important things. And uh, I don't I, I have no idea how a listener would be feeling about this, but I'm, I'm sure as hell it can be overwhelming and, and it can seem like a lot and it can seem also because all of us do this kind of stuff you know i think we're all addicted to some things we we, we yeah mm-hmm. and, to some degree right mm-hmm. yeah and and so this is not not to say that you're anyone is doing anything wrong uh this is maybe just to point out that there are some things that if if you feel dissatisfied in your life or if you are thinking of how maybe you can improve uh there is things that you can do about it and and there are some there are some very right. clear reasons why these problems are so mm-hmm. uh, so uh, broad, uh, so 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 mm-hmm. vast. Why these problems are, are, are so important, so, so so shared by people, relevant. So many people have these problems. Ubiquitous. Are <laughs> <laughs> so widespread. So widespread yeah so basically we all share these common problems and then it 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 can be useful maybe if we in our final couple minutes uh for this for this podcast and not make it too long um to maybe go into more of the practical side of okay Mm. we now know what we are looking after at least in the most general sense right obviously the the more individual goals will depend more on the individual right that's in the (laughs) definition but there are things that transcend, right? That 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 we all have in common. And now that we know what it is that we need to be striving for, to make us 
through all the practices that we kind of mentioned. And of course, there are more. But more concretely, how do we kind of implement these? How do we make sure that these become habits, in fact, right? Because the thing is, it is very easy to to start something, but not to make it a habit because habits take a while to become a habit. So I'm just saying, maybe we should jump into the more concrete ways in which in which you actually get to implement, get to adopt a habit. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's definitely also a good a good a good last topic. Uh, I think it's if we if we say all these things and then we don't say how maybe a person can go about maybe right. trying it out uh, then it's easier said than done and yeah. we all know it but then we continue li- living yeah. our yeah. phone addicted lives <laughs> <laughs> so if, if if let's say there's there's any of these um, tools that we mentioned that you are interested in adopting that you uh, consider are relevant enough that you are going to make the effort to make it put it in use in your life um because I think that's that's kind of the first step. You really you want you you need to want to have it, you know. Because if it's something that you are not sure if it's going to help you, or you're just like, oh yeah, I might as well try it out. Uh, it can still have a big impact, but it it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. It's probable that it won't stick. Yeah, I mean, it is very hard to really create a habit, especially. Uh, for example, if you're talking about exercise or something like this, mm. it, it's something that really takes effort, it takes dedication. Yeah. So how how can you make it something that uh, that is a part of your life? And and yeah, it's it's what you mentioned earlier, really what we have been speaking about this the the power of habits. There's actually a book to <laughs> talk uh, mm-hmm. called like that. Uh, but yeah, the power of habits. What what is the beauty of a habit? The thing is that when something becomes becomes a habit, it's something that you don't even think about doing. It's something that just automatically happens. And that's kind of what we would want to do with any of these positive uh, tools, you know? And also for the negative tools, we would, now it's a habit, you know? For example, uh, it's a habit that I'm addicted to my phone or it's a habit that uh, that I eat so much sugar. Uh, so how can we also destroy these bad habits, you know? Uh, and uh, talking about this specifically, I think, there there are some i mean it's it's a thing again that we could speak about for hours like all mm-hmm. these topics mm-hmm. and we are going to link to more more resources if you're more interested uh, but we're going to spell out some of the practical tips that can be very useful in trying to integrate all of this one of these habits uh, to begin with to form a habit it is said that a habit needs 21 days no okay there, there is a lot of debate on this <laughs> right but on average on, on average let's say or or what has worked for me at least is if if you do this habit this 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 act 21 days which is three weeks which is three weeks every single day without a break then it's supposed to be a habit or at least it's going to be way easier to do it next time because the first time that you're like okay i'm gonna exercise and you stand up and you go out your door it's gonna be so hard <laughs> to just to you just stand up you know to just yeah yeah, yeah. It, uh, yeah it can really be hard so i i think the, the best thing you can do the first day is just really just push yourself and know that after doing it for a while it will become easier and once it, you it has become a habit really don't break it for more than i don't know two days or something because it's very easy to break a habit it's way easier to break a habit than to create one mm-hmm. definitely and and also if i might jump in um in this habit formation right 
What's also super important to realize is that we only have a finite amount of energy and willpower in the day. That is just the case. And unfortunately, this is some a problem that a lot of people face after New Year's Eve, once they've created their New Year's resolutions and they go ahead, oh, I have a list of 10 new habits that I'm going to form. And they try it out for a couple weeks and it doesn't work out the way they want to. So they just fall back into their usual way of doing things. You don't have enough willpower to do to do them all the 10, all the 10 uh, habits at once, right? One is difficult enough. So first of all, if you're going to um, if you're going to create a new habit, start very, very small, because if you draw a small circle and you are able to organize yourself as to fulfill everything you need to do for that just little thing that you have to do and then grow from there, that's going to be much more effective than to ask the sky, you know, just have a plate, fill your plate with a million different things at once and that's never going to work. And really this importance of starting small, actually I have a book here with me uh, that explains it quite well. It's by Sean Aker in The Happiness Advantage and this, and he calls it the, the Zorro circle for, for some reason, uh, but it, it basically means the circle of control. And he says, quote, one of the biggest drivers of, okay, he talks about success, right? But we, we can really implement this for any habit, any kind of habit that you want. So one of the biggest drivers of success is the belief that our behaviors matter, that we have control over our future. Yet when our stresses and workloads seem to mount faster than our ability to keep up, feelings of control are often the first things to go especially when we try to tackle too much at once. If, however, we first concentrate our efforts on small, manageable goals, we regain the feeling of control so crucial to performance. So by first limiting the scope of our efforts, then watching those efforts have the intended effect, we accumulate the resources, knowledge, and confidence to expand the circle, gradually conquering a larger and larger area. End of quote. So it, this is just very, very useful to start small. Right. Yeah. Not be over ambitious. Yeah. And then, of course, another point in this habit formation, which is undeniably uh, linked to this limited amount of willpower that we have in the day is make it as easy as possible to initiate the, the habit. So when we're talking about habit formation, I'm I'm actually talking about something that is called uh, I think it's called activation energy. That's that's how it's. Uh, again, it's in the same book that I just read the from which I just read the quote from. But activation energy, the 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 energy it takes to if you want to let's say exercise more, right? The the energy that it takes to put on your uh, your running uh, uh, suit, right? Uh, you're, you're, I mean, you're jogging, right? And uh, putting on your shoes and deciding to get out the door, that is pretty much the most energy it takes. Then once you're done, once you're, get, once you're, uh, you're, you're, you're in motion, um, it's actually less difficult. Um, so that's why it's, it's so easy to, 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 to not uh, get into this habit loop because it's so difficult to start. And I'm sure that, as students, we must relate to this when really just sitting down, opening your laptop, clicking on the right uh, document, reading, 
uh, assignment that you're doing. And then once you're into it, you're into it, right? It's just that initial energy takes, it, it just, the, the activation energy is enormous. So, so again, make it as easy as possible to break the bad habit by making it as difficult as possible to engage in the activity of your bad habit. Yeah. Uh, so so the, the same advice of how to uh, <clears throat> build a habit, you can apply pretty much the reverse to to breaking a bad habit. Right. Uh, so for example, if you if you want to stop, let's say uh, using your phone that much, uh, as Aurelian said, you really want to make it as hard as possible for you to reach your phone in mm -hmm. that in that in that moment. Right. Uh, and and the same applies as in you need a good 21 days approximately to break a habit. So for those 21 days, you can't do it at all for it to just leave your mm -hmm. mind slowly. Mm -hmm. uh, and all and something that's important to note is that it will actually never leave your mind entirely because relapsing, again, it only takes a small thing. And so this is something that it's, it's it's of the of the biggest relevance i think what we're talking about because i mean 95% of our acts are just habits are just unconscious you know automatic responses yeah so building and breaking habits is kind of the key to to changing your life you know to changing this 9% of you um, whatever you you're you're looking for right yeah. whatever the activity the, the the habit that you're looking for yeah so we're we're definitely going to link more more stuff up in the description for you to learn more if you're interested on, on, on how to break and, and build habits um but starting starting to wrap up not to make you too bored uh with this hour and a half amazing <laughs> amazing conversation uh, we we spoke. We started speaking uh, very abstractly about why is it that you would even want to to get into this journey of self development. What even is self development, uh, etc. And 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 then we went into more practical and into more practical stuff. And I mean, in the end, uh, our our purpose for doing this not only because it's super fun to record a podcast. Uh, it's also for maybe uh, one of you will be. We'll think, you know, one of these, one of these tools or one of these uh, frameworks that this dude's explained something with, uh, maybe it can be useful for for applying something uh, into my life. And really, any of these uh, tools or habits that we explained, from meditation to journaling, to exercise to to just watching YouTube videos about it or or nutrition, etc. All of this, like if, if, you, if you were to just integrate one of this into your life, uh, I know from experience that can really, it has the potential of really having a big impact in your life. You know, just one of these, just. Mm -hmm. And again, start small. Yeah, please, <laughs> because. Uh, yeah. Don't tackle all of them at once. Yeah, and also don't set your holes too, too high. All, all of us, uh, I mean, I, I've been into this stuff for years now and I'm still struggling with the most basic of stuff. <laughs> and, it's, and it's, yeah, it's a roller coaster. Um, but yeah, I mean, I hope, I hope this is, I really hope that this is useful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was a great uh, conversation, Diego. Yeah. Um, yeah, as you said, I, I really hope that, that what we said made sense. Uh, it's going to be incomplete. We will have left out a lot of things, but really this was to give a general overview yeah. on, on the things and, and, and also maybe to think about it more yeah. because again, we have to we we're kind of forced to be aware of this be conscious about about these these things going on because we don't live in the same world as we did mm -hmm. uh 
in the same world as we've evolved in. Yeah. So hopefully we can we can go into more detail in each of these. Uh, mm-hmm. For sure we will. In, yeah. In future episodes. All right. Looking forward to it, Diego. Yeah. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, then don't forget to follow us on our Instagram page. Also, if you have thoughts on the discussion held on this episode, whether it's an idea you'd like to share, something you appreciated, or a suggestion that you have, then please leave a comment on the forum section of our website, which you can find at madpod.org. We'd love to hear what you have to say about this episode and keep the discussion going. Thanks for listening, and see you soon for the next episode.